0: Hey everyone, thanks so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. On today's episode, I'm joined by Amanda Reese, the CEO and co-founder at Bold. Amanda, how are you today?
1: I'm doing great. How are you, Jared? Pumped to be here.
0: I'm doing well. I'm, I'm really excited to have you here. You and I met was it was it health in Boston? Is, is that when we met, or was it ATA? Uh,
1: I think it was in Miami. Vive, oh like, man, vibe. Just, there's so yeah. many conferences. <laughs> I
0: know, um, similar, but yeah, it's. Uh, I I, I at one point I thought Vive was last year, but someone was telling me it was earlier this year, and I'm like, where did the time go? Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you and I had the opportunity of meeting there. We chatted a little bit, and then we've stayed in touch since then. And I'm glad we we're finally able to have you come on the show. Me too. Uh, I think we should dive right into it for our audience. We usually keep these short and sweet. Would love if you could tell us a little bit more about your background, and then we'll talk about Bolt.
1: Yeah, of course. Um, so a little bit about my background, I studied chemical and biological engineering uh, at Princeton, and I also danced when I was there. Uh I then moved out to California and began working at the Schmidt Family Foundation, leading their climate and energy portfolio. Um, And my time there was fortunate to be able to deploy $100 million in grants and impact investments. Um, And I honestly thought that I would start a company addressing climate issues in, in the energy space. But during that time, I also moved in with my grandmother and I became her caregiver and it was completely separate from what I thought my career path would be, but becoming a caregiver really opened my eyes to what the aging experience is like today, um, how it is to navigate the healthcare system as an older adult. Uh, And I think it it got me really excited about the opportunity of taking a long-term view on health and aging and building digital health products to help you get there. And so my co-founder Hari and I started Bold a little, a little over three years ago, um, initially focused on fall prevention because that was an area that we uh, saw h- huge potential business and huge potential impact on on individual lives by addressing falls. And since then, we've expanded into a broader virtual health and clinical exercise platform. So that's my rundown.
0: Yeah, it's it's exciting. and And I'm the best part about um, about obviously these businesses, right? So you, you raised, is, is it one round of capital so far you recently raised? And you raised some, some great organizations, by the way. I think it's worth noting one of which was uh, A16Z, right? Uh, yes, Horowitz.
1: we love we love Julie and Justin and the whole Andreessen team um, on the bio side, uh, as well as Coastal Ventures, uh, Maveron, Primetime Partners, uh, Gingerbread Capital, the lens of focusing and investing woman.
0: Was Julie you, was she your contact? Is she your yes. contact there? Oh, yes. Julie hi Ross. Julie, if you're listening. <laughs> um, yeah, I had the opportunity. I I, uh, I catch up sometimes with Julie, but I um, had the opportunity of meeting her in person when I when I lived in Boston. Um, amazing. Like just, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's so many wins that can happen in the startup. Having her involved with you in any way, win. You know, I there's a check right more. there. I couldn't
1: agree more.
0: (laughs) And and as well as the rest of those other investors, not to... I don't know them. I I know of them. I've never actually met people from there yet. So until that happens, I can't say hello to them. Uh, I I
1: love all of our investors.
0: Awesome. Uh, Well, so you you told us a little bit about your background, how things started. If possible, let's go into a little more detail around Bold now. Sure. So we usually ask three things whenever people come on. And this is not not something I invented. I took it from... um, what is it, Simon Sinek, because I love it. Uh, you know, people people don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it, how you do it, and then they care about what you actually do. So mm-hmm. give us the why,
1: how, what of bold. Sure. So the why is really goes back to taking a long view on aging and health and how we live our lives. Um, the, the fact that we're all living longer, so longevity, average lifespan is increasing. But health span, which is how many of those years are lived in good quality of life, um, is, is not keeping up. We have a gap between our health span and our lifespan. And so the why for bold is, it's amazing to have more years of life as long as you can really enjoy and get the most out of it. And I think that's a pretty universal desire for individuals. But today we have a gap of about 10 to 12 years where people's last 10 to 12 years are spent in poor health. And so we started Bowl to say, how do we build tools to give individuals more agency over how they're aging and close that gap between their health span and their lifespan? So they just get more quality years, better health, um, more opportunity.
0: And, uh, yeah, love the name, love the brand, Thanks. love the colors. I know that's all secondary, but I have to gush over it.
1: I I appreciate it. So a lot of folks ask, you know, why we, why we, arra- why we arrived at, at bold as our branding. And I think, um, it, it kind of ties back to a recognition that a lot of brands and a lot of, um, products, and a lot of healthcare uh, can feel and be very ageist in their practices. And one assumption that can be detrimental and ageist is that as we age, you know, it's a, it's a story of decline. It's a story of loss. It's something to be, you know, sad or, or grieve the fact that you are getting old. And we really want to invert that and say, you know, Aging is universal, and you know I hope and aspire to be able to live to be 100. I I would love to have an awesome life as a 100-year-old, and if I'm lucky enough, that'll be great. But it really means you have to flip that narrative and take a bold view instead of thinking about just decline and loss, thinking about all of the opportunity, all of the potential, all of the, the possibility that you can really get as you are aging. So a little bit of where that came from.
0: Yeah, I like it. Um, And that was actually going to be the next thing. So maybe we can go into a little more detail on this. I was going to ask you about the current state of ageism in tech and both in healthcare. So you already mentioned a little bit about it, but if you want to add on top of it, um, we'd love to hear more.
1: Yeah, so maybe before jumping into that, I'll just share a little bit about the the what of our platform yes. to to give some context. So, uh, we provide personalized science based exercise programs to an individual, all online, so that they can really take control over how they age. And we have different programs that are structured um, and can be tailored to an individual. We started with fall prevention because falls are honestly like a big driver of anxiety and a top driver of mortality for older adults. And so if we could actually flip the narrative on falling and saying, even if you lose your if you feel like your balance has declined over time, we can help you restore it, we can help you boost your balance. You'll be at lower risk of falling and you can go out and do more things and experience more life. And that means improving your balance and strength through exercise. That's where we started with falls. We've expanded into arthritis. Um, So helping manage knee and hip joint pain and mobility and arthritis also happens to be um, a a big risk factor for for falling too. So we've expanded there and we're working on a variety of other programs addressing chronic conditions and, and other conditions like sarcopenia, COPD, kidney care um really thinking about how you tap in the power tap into the power of movement as medicine and the beautiful thing about exercise is there's very few side effects and very few things that can have you know multi-organ benefits uh mental and physical health benefits with little downside so helping people move more is, is really uh what the goal of our platform is we use a lot of behavior science in order to to be successful because Unlike most fitness platforms, a lot of people show up to Bold not having exercised recently. And so we really specialize in helping someone who doesn't know where to start or is a little bit unsure or tentative or concerned, maybe they're not exercising because of joint pain or not exercising because of poor balance, to meet them where they are and help them through a program. and So we've created all of the classes, all the content ourselves. And where this fits into to ageism in tech and ageism in healthcare is we have been fairly surprised as we've built our product over the past few years at how few digital health companies actually prioritize building, testing, conducting user research amongst individuals over 65. And it's definitely the, the leading edge. I think, you know, 10 years ago it would have been really tough to think about connectivity in this demographic, but now there's almost no difference between a 30-year-old's connectivity uh to, to internet and smart devices and somebody over 65. And so in order to, to really deliver the most benefit, you have to take an age inclusive lens when you're designing, when you're developing that product. And I think it's something universal that a lot of companies could benefit from. And a lot of product leaders have reached out asking, "How have you found individuals to interview? Like, how are you you conducting it? Because there's just certain things around accessibility. But if you design for maximum accessibility, maximum ease of use, it's universally better for any, any user. And so I think it's a huge opportunity in tech. In healthcare, um, I think especially since the pandemic, there's been um, more discussion around, um, you know, ageism and biases in healthcare practices. And I think one opportunity that uh, Bold is going after is this idea that, you know, even from a, a provider's perspective or a health system or a MA plans perspective, there is so much potential to engage an older adult in preventative behavior. And so the act of starting to increase physical activity and address chronic conditions for better quality of life is something that is both meaningful to our our partners on the the healthcare organization side and to the individual. Uh, But you'd be surprised at the number of folks who maybe believe older adults aren't connected, older adults won't engage, Older adults are, you know, sick and that's sort of the end of the line. And so really hitting home all of the the potential for evolution, the potential for change at you know older and older ages is um, necessary for us, I think all of us who, who hope to to age well um, to sort of push for for broader belief and broader investment and in prevention for older adults.
0: Yeah, I, I had to watch how I was for those that are watching the video when you were saying, you know, what people can sometimes think of older adults. I was agreeing with your thoughts, but I thought if I keep nodding, maybe the audience will think I'm saying, yes, that's something that, (laughs) yes, that is true. That is true. Um, But I was rather, I was agreeing with you. Um, But no, I, I didn't, I didn't think about that piece that you mentioned in regards to like people that are over 65 now, connectivity is not as much Really an issue at all for them. and then I'm thinking back, smartphones right have been very popular now for what almost probably fifteen years, maybe twenty mm-hmm. for like some of the early iPhones, perhaps. So and then when you think of internet, how far internet's come and everything like that, um, this is a really good time then for absolutely. for an offering like what you've put together. I don't know, five years ago, if it would have made sense, right, 10 years ago, but now I think you're well positioned to really help a lot of people.
1: Absolutely. I think we also saw a lot of emphasis uh, in the last two to three years. We did start Bold prior to COVID-19 pandemic starting, um, and I would say, you know, early days talking to folks, there was just disbelief that somebody would be able to navigate um, a, a digital platform. And through necessity of gyms, senior centers, doctors' offices closing or being deemed high risk, there, I think, has actually been a, a broader awareness and push and experience firsthand of, oh, yeah, I, I have Zoomed with somebody who is maybe older, not in my age demographic, and I I understand that you can email, text, uh, connect with these these folks as easily as, as anyone. Um, on the, the topic of ageism, just one of my favorite ageist facts for anyone listening uh, is there's some research around um, your perception of aging can actually determine your own health outcomes. And I think this is, is really fascinating. There's some research, I think, done out of Yale, um, Dr. Levy's group, uh, surveying folks to, to just assign five words that they associate with an older person. And they did a sentiment analysis of if those words were more positive in nature, like content, you know, fulfilled, relaxed, um, you know, active versus negative of, you know, sick, depressed, unhappy. Uh, There was actually a link over 20 years time to how that individual actually aged themselves. And I think it's it's a little bit of a self fulfilling prophecy, sort of the the lay person's interpretation that if you believe it is possible to age well, if you have models to show you that it's possible to age well, then you are more incentivized and you believe that sure, moving more or you know following you know doing preventative health checks will help me achieve that. But if you don't believe it's possible, then it's far less likely you are going to engage or change your your behavior in order to make that a reality. So I think it's, it's interesting, especially when um, aging feels like something far off or something that is fearful for, for someone who might be in their twenties, thirties, forties to just do that quick exercise and think, can I reframe my own beliefs on aging? And is that actually going to help me age better?
0: Yeah. And then it gets, uh, you get even more horrified now when you step on a scale and it tells you your metabolic age, which <laughs> it, 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 now, now we've created new problems for people where sure. even, they sure. might even be, uh, or it can go the opposite way. Right. Sometimes it tells you you're a few years younger than what your body is. And you're like, yeah, that's nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, ver, ver, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, touching upon what you said, kind of my last thing sure. before we wrap up here, because yeah. um, i think part of what you were mentioning and and already hits upon this but let's talk about it a little bit more talk us through closing the gap between health and, and lifespan so health span and lifespan
1: yes so going back to what we at bold focus on is your health span and understanding that the actions i do day to day can actually change how many years i i'm healthy i feel well and ideally you want that to be the exact same amount of time as as your lifespan. You want that gap to to be as, as narrow as possible. Um, and so we think about what are what are calls to action that anyone can do, honestly at any age, but we particularly focus on Medicare um, members that are on Medicare health plans uh, in order to start increasing their health span. So balance, you know, and maybe I'll just focus on balance for this conversation. Um, has a huge link to how long you live and can actually be a leading indicator of your health span. And so a recent study, I think just in the last couple of weeks that was published in the British Journal of Sports Medicine, showed that individuals who cannot hold a balance on one leg for 10 seconds had shorter lifespans overall. And I think it shows this link between between how balance is so indicative of your independence, maybe a a link to other health conditions that might be deteriorating your overall health. And while I think that's a very interesting study, and I think it's caught a lot of attention from not just researchers, but broadly people are saying, oh gosh, can I balance on one leg? What I think is even more important is, even if you can't balance on one leg today, whatever your age is, 65, 75, 85, 95, you can improve your balance and strength. And so that message is also missing, I think, in a lot of fitness brands and fitness companies beyond just healthcare or tech itself. And so at Bold, we really focus on helping somebody understand where they are and and then being able to measure that positive change over time. And so we have a lot of members that come to BOLD not exercising and unable to balance on one leg. And we've been able to help hundreds and thousands increase how much activity they're doing and increase their balance overall. And so that's you know always great to sort of have that link because sometimes without a fancy scale or without doing a lot of tests, the average person may not know hey how how is my health span how am i aging and so this is a very simple i would say validated and low-tech way to assess that and what bold can do is once you we actually have these assessments on our platform so we do balance assessments strength assessments and mobility assessments and they're free anyone can take them and kind of see how they're doing relative to others their age but once you have that information how you choose to engage and, and act beyond that is, is where we try to meet a member and say, "All right, like you know, we can help. We can help you if you're feeling wobbly. It's more than just physically. It's also, I think, mentally important to know you have confidence in your balance. And so, um, for us, Healthspan really starts with this this specific focus on balance and balance being important for preventing falls.
0: I Love it. This is awesome. Last thing for you yeah. before we let you go. Sure. What's next that you can share?
1: Ooh, um, so we have this year launched nationally with United um, uh, across a, a number of plans. And we've also started to expand into senior living because there's been a real opportunity need around there. Um, We're really excited to keep saying there's more more things that go into health span than just balance. And so thinking about helping individuals manage pain and thinking about expanding our partnerships are are really the two top of mind things for us at BOLD.
0: Exciting. Well, keep us in the loop with uh, new stuff that's happening. Wish you all the best of luck.
1: Thanks so much, Jared. Great to catch up.